Let's get this week kicked off right. And remember, there's no such thing as the Mondays. You are now listening to Model Mindset Monday. When we were at the reintegration center last week, we spoke to them about a topic that we would like to speak with them on our next speaking engagement. And that was the power of communication. Oh, yeah. And so that got us thinking, right? We have not done this for either a lengthy podcast episode on our Wednesdays, and we haven't done it on our Monday, Model Mindset Monday. And the reason why we wanted to do it today is because we understand that communication is power. Right, John? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. And as someone who uh, used to be a horrible communicator and sometimes still can be, um, for, for certain things. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it, it was funny when we brought it up and, um, we were like, Oh, you know, next time we're going to be here. Like we already have our next topics picked out or we're definitely gonna hit communication. And everyone was just like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Like they just signed up for that one right away. So it was, that was good because they're for them in particular, they're going to need those skills to carry with them. Um, but like people in, you know, everyday jobs and life need communication skills. Like there's, you can never have enough communication skills. So it's something that you and I work on a lot and uh, yeah, it's definitely something fun to talk about. Yeah. And I think with communication, it's often neglected. And what I mean by that community, like good, powerful communication, it's, I I think it falls into like four quadrants you you have like expressing yourself okay so you can talk about whatever's on your mind mm-hmm. you have listening in and responding which is key a lot of times people will just respond and not necessarily listen to what the other person is actually saying yep you have your i would say regulating your intention mm-hmm. uh, attention i'm sorry and intention yeah so what that means actually being physically present there yeah and intentional with what the other person is saying. So like the emotional intelligence behind that. Right. Yes. You know, yep. uh, I'm, I'm, and you could even say body language with that to really say, Oh, I understand what you're going through. You know, you right. can empathize. Yeah. yeah. Keep that thought too. keep going, but keep yeah. that thought. And then understanding and responding to people within their style or frame of reference. For I sure. think that's often neglected. Yeah. Everybody, you know, has a, has a way of communication, communicating yes, or a style in which they communicate or accept communication. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people don't pick that up. For and sure. Feel, and I'm going to say this real quick. No, go ahead. My first job out of college, which I absolutely hated, was Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Okay. You worked we'll at Enterprise? Yeah, I hated it, dude. Hated it for about a year. But what that job did for my communication skills was so valuable because I everything about think about who rents a car. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody rents a car. So I was able to meet and to under, understand people from all walks of life. So that improved my communication skills. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to understand, okay, these people, they like to communicate this way. Others, you know, a little looser conversation, really maybe dive into my listening skills, you know, and I could kind of be like a, a therapist on those long rides, if mm-hmm. you will, you know, but that was huge, man. That was huge. So 
it is funny how you said like people communicate different ways and some people may not pick up on the ways that say you communicate or you're not picking up on the ways other people communicate like communication so key too when like recognizing body language like half the time like the start of communicating with somebody or thinking about communicating with somebody is you're assessing their body language and and for me like i've i've gone through for work um in, in my profession i've gone through like trainings on interrogation and interviewing um so a lot but a lot of it has to do with body language and if people are um, what they call grooming themselves, so if you're talking to someone and they're messing with their hair, or they keep adjusting their clothes, or they, the the way they have their arms, if they're if they're guarding their body, like the way they sit, eye con, all these different things, right? Like all that has to do with ways they're communicating with you and what they're telling you without telling you, and um, it's just so interesting because I know me personally, you know. It's almost the more quiet I get, the more I need to communicate, ironically enough. You know what I mean? If, if, if I'm bothered by something or if something's going on, then I'm, you know, kind of go that shutdown mode, which I think a yeah. lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But ironically enough, that's a telltale sign that you got to get some shit off your chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I love I love kind of how you said that before, where it's like you got to kind of see so, like, to pick up on people's cues on, on when communication is needed and necessary. Now going through that training, yeah. Do you pick up on a lot of people's For nonverbal sure. communication? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, um, and I try not to like overanalyze it. You know what I mean? Because like, well, said I'm not some like CIA, you know, motherfucker. You're where I'm like, you know, <laughs> I can tell what you're thinking. But if I'm if yeah. I'm to have a conversation with, into this day, I use the training. I, I I interrogate and have interviews with people all the time. Um, I can I can certainly pick up on mannerisms and, and kind of find when people are stumbling in their stories. Right. Um, that that's that goes without saying, but it doesn't mean that I I can pick up on when people are having a desire to communicate. Right, it's more so when they're being withholding on things. But um, I, I'm more so now. Like I look for those traits in people that I have in myself. You know, like, so when I see someone kind of a little more shut down or distracted or whatever it may be, like, to me, like, all right, like, if they're willing to, that that could be a good conversation they need to have. And I found that people oftentimes don't realize they need to have a conversation and need to communicate with somebody as much as they really do. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum before, but men keep everything in. Yeah. They keep everything in. And it's funny because well, it's not funny, but. My buddy JJ told me about how his, uh, I, th- I believe his son is either 10 or 11, and he's playing for CFC. And I really commend the coach on this. The coach is having his players keep a journal. And so after every practice, every game, they fill it out. And so I asked my buddy Jay, I'm like, well, what about non-soccer activities? You know, what if they're just going through some stuff? Can they write that down? And he's like, you know, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure they could use that. And I think that is a great idea to start that. So I don't want to say so young, but 10 or 11 is young. And, you know, we've been there. You, you do have a lot of thoughts. Your right. body's changing. You know, you're, you're interested in the opposite sex, if you will. Yep, yep. And so it's almost like a way to bridge that gap between sport and life yep. to write down your thoughts. I thought that was a really good idea. It is. And, and I mean... It's funny that we're hearing that a lot now from a lot of people we're talking about who work with the youth. Yeah. Because, like, 
because communication for them is different than it was for us. You know what I mean? And not to beat that dead horse, but like just everything is, is via text message or whatever like that now for how, how like the younger generation probably communicates. So it's probably even harder to pick up on those cues. It's probably even harder to have those face to face and real hard conversations because for me, I look at it now and I see maybe how much that I've changed and grown uh, in the last year just through basic communication. And that's where most of my growth, I feel like, has come from and stem from. Like, because other things come from communication. Like, everything branches off of that first, like, outreach of communication with someone. So, like, do you feel like now, like, the growth aspect of our lives is all based off of oftentimes how good of a communicator you can be or are? Yeah, because I think with communication, you can communicate your intent, right? Ooh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. And I think you can also, there's a way of talking about it eloquently where you can get your point across, where you are looking for support, help, what have you yeah. in a way that where it doesn't come across like, Hey, give me this. Yeah. Where it's more of, Hey, I really value you value what you're doing. Yeah. And I feel like you could really teach us some lessons here. Can I pick your brain on this? Yeah. If you approach a conversation from that way, rather than just be like, Hey, I want to basically use everything you have. Tell me everything now. Right. They'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know? Right. And, yeah. and we, we talked about it too at, at Cybolski where it was like, it's so much more fun to have all the questions than it is to have all the answers because oh, it leaves you God. inquisitive. It makes you want to learn, you know, and it, it shows that to people. But there's, there's a cool quote actually that kind of talks about like your levels of communication and, and like you said, the intent, right. Or clarity we can talk about. Good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. Um, and I thought that was really cool, especially in, again, this day and age where like people interpret text messages all the time. Think about that, right? You got, you got a text message you're interpreting. You're like, oh shit, here we go. You know what I mean? Like, or, yeah. or you think it's like, whatever, it's all good. And then it's not whatever. But, um, so there's, there's, there's different kinds of communication that, you know, verbal, nonverbal, all these different things that we're, we're rolling with. Now you have to kind of be able to, um, it, understand intention when when it, you feel like you're able to, but also don't don't try to uh, work through those hieroglyphics on a text message screen <laughs> and try yeah. to figure out what things mean on a text because th- that communication can be hard to kind of decipher. You know, and let's be real too. I mean, with 2020, I do think it set us back with the communication because we all had to go stay home. Yeah, you know, work at home. Kids lost about a year. They were learning through a monitor. Um, People are starting to go back into the corporate offices, Cigna, and people are having hard times because it's still trying to mesh that in-person um, style meeting. And I think it's I think it's difficult to get back to where we were, yeah. where people were going inside the office. But it made me think of when I was young, growing up in childhood too, where. Man, if you think about when we were a child, you know, when we were kids, man, just riding bikes, you know, playing sports, video games, everything was outdoors. We didn't have phones. Now, granted, phones weren't around then, right. which is fine. But that to me, it was just like freedom. Mm-hmm. It was freedom. And then as I became a teenager, went to college, I remember having a phone. Facebook was more on 
you know, my laptop, not my phone at this time. But I just really remember just talking to my friends a lot. Mm-hmm. And it could be about dumb stuff, but yeah. you, you, that was, that was where you honed your communication skills Yeah, because you didn't have those distractions. Yeah. You might've had TV, but we've always had some sort of activities to keep us busy and talking with one another. Now yeah. it's, you, you know, you go to a restaurant, strangers aren't, I shouldn't say that, but no longer are you having small conversations with a stranger on something, you know, relatively small or like in a, in a, you know, grocery store line or, yeah. uh, you know, dinner conversations are a rarity, you know? Well, think about what, like, it's the first thing people do is they pull their phone out when there's the level of discomfort around them. But it's like, the, oh shit, I have to talk to somebody. Let me pull my phone yeah. out and just, you know, check my email at Sunday at 3 p.m. Like, who fuck's emailing you, bro? Like, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Like, so there's, there's it's a fear. Scary. There's a fear of communication right now, I think. And like, for me, I, I, I look at it. I'm like, okay, well, what, what's, what's the struggle, right? Because why, why, why is there a feel, a fear? So what's the hardest part about communication for us now? Where do we struggle the most? So like if, if I had to ask you that and say, what do people struggle with communicating the most with? What would you say it is? I think there is a sense of vulnerability because you don't want to be perceived by the other person as maybe dumb. Or weak. Or weak. Yeah. And so when you are just kind of letting your guard down and trying to have a conversation with a stranger, I believe there is a sense of vulnerability with that because you're kind of just saying, hey, you know, it's it, it's very awkward. It Sometimes is. it's it, shut down, but you can that can also mean lead to a very meaningful conversation. For sure. And do you think people have a hard time with being very honest too? Like, do you think honesty is a hard thing for people to communicate now? Because everyone maybe could be a little bit more sensitive to things that they're misinterpreting? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's struggling in sense in some sense of imagination. Yeah. But I, you know, as you pose that question, you know, I also think that people would love to just have a conversation with someone. Like, if you think about For someone... Sure. If you think about someone that might might be struggling, and you walk up to them and just say, "Hey, I really like your shoes," and they say, "Hey, you know, thank you," and then all of a sudden, just leads to where'd you get them? Right. And they, oh, it, that person could be having such a terrible day. Yeah. But that bright spot, that bright moment, just totally switched their day around. It's one hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. It's one hundred percent true. There's there's a lot of times where. You know, you, you hear you hear these stories about, you know, people who are or were or are really struggling um, and some of, you know, some of the darkness, if you want to call it, or the things that they're struggling with come to light. And it's like, wow, like we never knew, like I had no idea. And like, but if if and a lot of times it's said afterwards, like I just I just needed somebody to talk to her when they make it out of that darkness. And it's like, oh, someone just came up to me and just said, like you said, hey, nice shoes, right? Or they asked me to participate in something or they asked my opinion on something. And, you know, that that's, again, somewhere for me, like now I'm like still working through that where I'm like, I don't know if I would just go up to somebody and just say whatever. 
But like, it could be something basic, like you said, nice shoes. If someone's wearing nice shoes, I'm gonna tell them to wear nice shoes. <laughs> I love shoes, but yeah. like you know, anything. Like if it's a jersey of a team you like or whatever, like that, right? Yeah. Like communication can be very, very natural. You just have yeah. to kind of be willing to start it. And if it goes awkwardly, it goes awkwardly. That is what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you make a joke out of it. Exactly right. But yeah. Um, so I think this week, put a focus, whoever's listening, on just finding people to communicate with, doing and having those conversations maybe you wouldn't usually have or that um, you're a little hesitant to have with people because it's something you don't normally do. That's okay. You'd be really surprised on the people you meet um, and the intentions that they have because it, it can be really fun. It can be really fulfilling and it could be a bright spot in your day and theirs. It's true. Every person's unique. Every person has a story. Sometimes all you have to do is turn the page. There you go.